Hello, beautiful being, and welcome to the Moonlight Guidance Podcast. I'm your host, Arielle Alicia, and I'm so honored that you're here to join me. This podcast is all about things spiritual and healing, shifting your mindset, and coming to the realization that you are not alone. I'm here to help guide you through your journey with advice and self-reflection. If you're ready to keep an open mind and shift your perspective, you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to the very first episode of this podcast. I'm so honored that you're here with me. And I'm so excited to finally launch this project that's been in the works for a while. (laughs) So for this podcast episode, I am going to just talk about my journey, introduce myself, introduce my business, and offer you some advice that may be helpful for you on your journey that has helped me. So let's start with some introductions. My name is Arielle Alicia, and I am a yoga teacher, Reiki practitioner. I model on the side. I also am a makeup artist of 12 years and do some spiritual things like card reading and crystal healing. So all the wellness things. I'm really about slowing the mind and the body down connecting to the breath. I really enjoy this because I feel like we are so programmed to rush and do as many things as we can that we, you know, can experience burnout. My my goal for this podcast really is to just share with you some insights from me, from some guests, and I really just want to make this a safe space for you to be able to listen and take away whatever resonates with you. So Moonlight Guidance, it was actually a download. I was in a meditation and I was just looking for a business name and Moonlight Guidance came to me. And I'm like, I don't know what this is gonna be, but I need to save this and I need to keep this name in mind. And it's actually been a couple of months since I decided to do something with it, but I am obsessed with the moon, all things moon, and this has just presented itself in such a beautiful way. So Moonlight Guidance is really just, like I was saying, just a safe space for us to be able to feel all of our emotions, express ourselves, and be guided by the moonlight because the moon is all about slowing down. It's that yin energy, and the sun is more of the yang energy, which is good to have balance, you know, the yin and the yang, but I really like to push the yin side of it because we are so, like I said, programmed to move fast and do all these things, but we we just need that balance. So pushing more of the yin will help you get that balance. Now that we have those out of the way, let's get into the nitty gritty of my journey. (laughs) So if you want more of a visual, I do have a YouTube channel. It is Ariel Alicia, which is just my name. And um, I talk more in detail about that journey. And it's a little bit older, but you know, it's still my journey. And it is a journey, so it's gonna just continue on. But I just wanted to share what my journey has been like from childhood, from now, and hopefully help you out on your journey because I honestly felt so alone on my journey just because I had so many things going on. And let, let me just share about that, I guess, so you can understand what I'm talking about. To start when I was younger, my mom actually passed away when I was about four or five years old. And the crazy thing is I actually saw her, I saw her body laying on the bed and I saw her glowing. So when she passed away, I was home. Uh, She was actually supposed to be taking me to uh, daycare, but you know, 
she didn't. <laughs> so I was home and I walked into the room and I saw this beautiful yellow glowing light around her and I saw her sleeping. So I was like, okay, like I'm going to let her sleep. I even remember like kissing her and putting a blanket over her. So I just watched TV and my parents put some snacks at my height so I can always grab that. So I was just eating that. Like I knew what to do. And um, it comes to find out that she actually collapsed. Um, one lung was smaller than the other and she had a heart attack. So it's just crazy how my mind just switched to seeing what I needed to see at that moment. Like the universe definitely didn't want me to see her collapse on the ground because I probably would have freaked out. So I, I still have that vision of her and I, I honestly am so grateful for that because I, I still can see her laying in that bed glowing. So it has been really, really hard not growing up with a mother. Me and my sister, I love my sister dearly, but back then we didn't have the best relationship. So I was raised by my father and I was honestly just one of the boys. I, I am starting to strengthen my sisterhood right now just because um, I haven't really had a great relationship with women. So me trying to do that now has been really healing, honestly. But I honestly, I, I've, I grew up really, I struggled. I struggled a lot because it's hard to talk to your father about, you know, your period and like boys and it's just, it's awkward. So, um, and like I said, I didn't have that close relationship with my sister. So I really didn't feel comfortable talking to anybody. So I just, I felt so alone and my dad works in, well, he worked in construction, so he was never really home. He was home at different hours. So more into my teen years is where I felt that loneliness. I felt it before, but I always distracted myself with something. So around in my teens, I was still trying to discover my style as we usually do. And I hopped around from group to group, just trying to figure out who I actually was. And it didn't work. <laughs> I never really found my click, to be honest. And um, I don't really talk to anybody from high school, which, which is not a bad thing. It's just me saying that like, I just, I just didn't fit in anywhere. And that's okay. I just, I was friends with everybody. I'm, I'm known as a friendly, bubbly girl. So I decided to hold on to that. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be this, this nice, friendly, bubbly girl, which had me bullied <laughs> because I am six feet tall. And that's very, um, you know, back then there wasn't a lot of people that tall. So I was the target and um, it was really hard. I was bullied and I felt alone and I started to, um, there's gonna be some trigger warnings. I'm just gonna warn you now. So if you don't wanna hear any of this portion, I will definitely um, tell you where in the show notes where to skip to because um, yeah, there's a lot of triggering things that happened in my journey and I'm open to share because I want other people to know that, you know, this is happening for other people. You're not alone. So I started to self-harm. And when I started to self-harm, it actually made me feel better because I was punishing myself because I wasn't fitting in. I was alone. I was the problem. That's what I thought in my head. So I punished myself and then me having the satisfaction of that made me feel better. So I started doing that a lot and I actually started to think about committing suicide. And going into my, I think it was my junior year, I was in, I really started to love fashion and I was in my sewing class. And I remember one of my um, middle school friends 
I actually told her, she was actually my elementary uh, school friend, but I actually told her, I said, hey, like, I, that night, I took a bunch of pills. It was like a bunch of Advil or something. And I just was kind of over it. I was tired of feeling alone and I felt like I just didn't matter. And I just wanted to let go and just say, you know what, if I don't matter, why am I here? So I, I decided to do that. I went to school the next day and then I told her what happened in that class and she freaked out. She's like, what are you talking about? You took a bunch of pills. And I don't know why I didn't think she was going to tell anybody. But she told someone, she told my teacher, I actually went out of high school in a stretcher. It was very embarrassing, but um, you know, it needed to happen because I needed to realize that this was actually a big deal. And this wasn't just, you know, I just quote unquote took some pills and like, that's it. So uh, I was in the hospital. They didn't pump my stomach because I didn't take a lot, but I did have a lot of pain. And then I was put into, um, I was put into like a suicidal group or, or something like that. Like, um, like a group outpatient thing. Sorry, I'm sorry. I'm trying to like think of the words here. Um, so I was put in a, an outpatient group and this is where I met my first girlfriend. And I'm actually bisexual. So that is another reason why I struggled with loneliness, loneliness because my family is very religious and me being bisexual, uh, I thought I was a lesbian at the time. I knew that they, they weren't going to accept me and they already didn't accept me because I was the black sheep of the family. So there's just like another thing. So that also factor, factored into me trying to commit suicide. So when I was in the hospital, I did tell them that and they said, we'll accept you no matter what, like, don't ever do this again. So it felt really nice that they that they were there. Um, but it was also very hard to to deal with still because now I have my family watching me thinking I'm gonna do something else. And now it's like, I felt lonely, but now I have all this attention. So it was just, it was just a wild ride. But uh, yeah, that's where I met my first girlfriend. And I honestly, um, I, I don't talk to her anymore, but she, she showed me a lot of things and we didn't last that long because at the time I didn't drive, she didn't drive, so we had to end it there. But um, it was nice because I felt like I had a friend that could relate to everything that I was going to. So um, that really helped. But going into, okay, so now we're shifting out of high school, going into college, I still didn't know what I wanted to do. So I went to college and I decided that I wanted to be in the fashion industry and I wanted to be a designer, which definitely don't know why I wanted to be a designer because I don't have any patience for that. <laughs> so I went to uh, fashion. Oh, at first I went to Middlesex County College. I'm from New Jersey. I decided that I wanted to go there because it was close and they had a fashion program, but you know, it was like a high school reunion. I saw everybody there. So, and it, I wasn't surrounded by the fashion that I wanted to be surrounded with. So I decided to go to a fashion school and I went to the Art Institute in New York first. I went for fashion design and then I realized that this was not my thing. I don't have a passion for it. I did like doing it and I still do so sometimes, but the passion is not there. So I decided to switch my major to fashion marketing. And this is where I met um, my first longtime boyfriend. And I decided to move to Philadelphia because they had a bachelor's program. In New York, they only had an associate's program. So I'm with that boyfriend at the time for about four years. And then our relationship was very, very toxic. <laughs> I was the person that hopped from relationship to relationship and didn't really, I didn't really know how to process that relationship or me being alone again. So I just decided to hop to another relationship and he actually did the same thing. So our relationship was not good 
and you know there was a lot of uh, disloyalty so on both parts so we just decided to end it and I uh, moved to my aunt's house that lives in PA so I can still go to school because I'm still going to school at this point. The good thing is that when I went to my aunt's house, she had like a fully renovated uh, basement where I can live, which was great. But this was bad for me because I'm alone. I'm alone with my thoughts, with the thoughts from high school, with the thoughts from my childhood, with all of these thoughts because I've been so busy, 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 not really thinking about any of that stuff that now I have the time to think about it. and you know what? I didn't do that either. I met some friends and I started partying all the time. I was never home. And when I was home, I would just, just be too lonely. So then I would try to figure out something else. And then one, t one day it hit me. I was just like, wow, I need to be alone. And I was alone for a little bit, but still, I was still hopping from relationship to relationship. So it was, it was just honestly really hard to, to deal with, to live with these emotions and process them on my own. So I went to school full time and I worked two jobs. That's how much I didn't want to think about all the things that happened. So um, fast forwarding to the pandemic, which really helped me so much. And I feel like a lot of people have the same have the same experience that lockdown has really helped them grow. So when we were in lockdown, I actually got my dream job. I worked at Urban Decay and I was a sales coordinator. So I would just travel to different Ulta's and I, I just, I love the job so much. And then when COVID happened, I got laid off because you know, who's really getting makeup? <laughs> who's really getting makeup right now in, lo in lockdown? So they the company shifted and they, they actually let me go and I was honestly really depressed. So I suffered from depression. I don't know if I mentioned that. And I sat in that for a really long time. I didn't know what to do because I felt like that was my purpose. Like I still to this day, I love doing makeup and I love making people beautiful and just enhancing their own beauty. I just felt like I was fucked. <laughs> honestly, I was like, wow, I have nothing else to do and it sucked it really did so all of those thoughts that i tried to escape they all came back and i was lost in it i was lost in the darkness and i had no way of getting out until someone that i know she actually told me about yoga and someone actually mentioned yoga to me before but i was kind of just like oh yeah yoga okay cool so i was like you know what this is the second time this came up let me just try yoga so i actually tried um i did yoga with adrian and she literally just changed me. I was like, holy shit, man. This yoga thing is where it's at. Like, at the time, since I was so depressed, I wasn't really moving from the couch. I was eating, so I started to build up some pain just because when you have so many things going on in the mind, it can manifest in the body. So that's exactly what it did. So I I was relieving the, the pain. I mean, not right away because it you know, it took a while for it to get there and I'm still kind of dealing with it, but I, I eased the pain a little bit and I took a moment to like observe my thoughts and tried not to judge myself. So I was like, more people need to know about this. Like, this is amazing. So I decided to, I started to save the money that I had from unemployment from getting laid off. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to just go into a teacher training. That's exactly what I'm going to do. And I didn't know which one I was going to choose because I didn't really know too much about yoga, but I know that I wanted to learn more about it by going to a teacher training. And eventually I wanted to te teach people how to 
uh, relax and, uh, you know, do, do the yoga thing. <laughs> so I was looking at some places online and my sister actually told me about the studio that I'm at now. And she told me, she said, I went there before and the teacher was so good. And I was like, oh my God, they're having a teacher training. So I had a meeting with Susan, who I love so much. She has literally changed my life still to this day. And I did the teacher training with her. And let me tell you, teacher training, even if you don't want to be a teacher and you just want to learn more about yourself, I highly recommend. I released so much during teacher training, just doing the poses all day long and just tapping in and like being in silence with nothing there in the studio like it was just amazing and it has taught me so much so if you're thinking about it highly recommend so yeah i did that about a year ago and it's so wild to me that i i graduated a year ago but i did that a year ago and here i am i'm teaching at the studio i'm happier than ever and I, I just, I love what I do, honestly. I, I love helping people and I've always been that way. I've been in customer service for, I think since I've been doing makeup, like 12, 13 years. And I just, I love helping people. That's just one thing about me. And I just love sharing whatever I know to help someone else. So if you wanted to do something that you truly and honestly love, it's never too late. You're, it's never too late to do something that you love. Like I, I would just, I would just do it. Just trust and know that it'll work out for you. So if you're wondering if I'm still depressed or I still get lost in the darkness, I do. It's a practice, so it's not gonna go away completely since I suffer from it, but now I am more aware of it. And I, if I do have the depressed feelings, I ask, what can I do? What am I thinking about? Even for anxiety, because I suffer from anxiety too, which is actually started maybe two years ago. I just, I try to ground myself and figure out what's going on. And I do allow myself to sit in it, but not too much because you don't want it to overtake you. I tell people like, you can let, you know, you can let these emotions visit, but just don't let them unpack because if you let them unpack, you're gonna be stuck with all this shit and you're just gonna be lost. You're gonna be lost in the darkness and that's usually what gets you. So I just tell people like, you know, feel all of your emotions. It's okay to feel. It's definitely okay to feel all these emotions and just let them pass through because they are meant to be felt. So that's a little about me. If you have any questions at all, I will definitely leave my information in the show notes. You can always follow me over on Instagram, which is at Ariel Alicia and at Moonlight Guidance with two underscores. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. I hope this gave you some insight of my life and I'm excited to create more episodes for you guys. This is the very first one and it's so exciting and it's so relieving because I put this off for such a long time because I was nervous of the responses that I would get and just to put my life out there even though I already did it on YouTube. But um, I'm really excited because this is the first step for me and like I said, I want to start helping others, letting them know that you're not alone, especially teenagers, because I mean, now it's a different time, but it was so hard back then. And I feel like now we have a lot more tools. So I really want to utilize these tools and share whatever I can to to help. And if you have any suggestions of what you want to hear from this podcast, please let me know. You can email me at contact at Like I said, I'll leave everything in the show notes for you guys. 
And that's it. I will talk to you guys next week. I love you so much. I cherish you and appreciate you listening to this podcast. And I will see you guys next week. And that ends another episode of the Moonlight Guidance Podcast. I hope you enjoyed and got some clarity from the conversation. I am honored you took this time to listen and I deeply appreciate you. If you enjoyed this episode, I would love if you subscribed, left a review, and shared with a friend to help inspire them as well. If you want to connect, you can always follow me over on Instagram at Ariel Alicia and my wellness business at Moonlight Guidance with two underscores. I hope you have a beautiful week and I'll catch you next week.